Welcome to Contact Point, the podcast that brings together specialists from TTI and our supplier colleagues from Phoenix Contact with discussion, information, and insights on the newest technologies helping the world move to an all-electric society. And now, Contact Point. Thanks, Jim, and welcome, everybody, to a new episode of a brand new series, Phoenix Contact and TTI present Contact Point. Today, you have me, John Sandy, as the host, and sitting alongside me is Russ Zielik. He's going to run through Phoenix Contact for us, give us a little bit of an overview, and then we're going to talk about the special relationship that TTI and, and Phoenix Contact have. Welcome, Russ. Thanks, John. Uh, really nice to be here with you, especially on this initial episode of Contact Point. It's nice to be here in Texas. I always enjoy my time in Fort Worth, particularly once the hot weather broke and we got some nice cool weather down here for a change. Yeah, it's nice not even 107 plus, that's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so why don't we begin, Russ? Why don't you tell the, the audience a little bit about yourself, uh, a little bit about your background and your, and your time at Phoenix Contact? Sure. Uh, I'm the director of the electronic channel, distribution channel for Phoenix Contact based out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I've been doing this role for about 12 years now, going on 12 years, working with TTI that entire time. It's been a privilege and an honor, made a lot of good friends and a lot of great relationships along the way. So essentially have a team that manages the the channel partner relationships. You know, I'm sure we'll have opportunities to talk to several of these folks in subsequent episodes as they go forward. But Alvin Delita uh, and a specialist, Matt Ferrara as well, to support them. What would be interesting for our audience to know about Russ that maybe we don't know today? Well, John, I'd say this is my second opportunity now to do a recording on behalf of TTI or with TTI. So did one interview with Paula going back six years, seven years ago, and I was kind of featured at the time on the Phoenix Contact website under like a little supplier testimonial. And way back in the day, Mr. John Drabick would call me up when he was working for one of the competitors to the north, and he would say, Russ, I don't know what you're doing on this uh, TTI website. <laughs> He'd be upset with me. But now that he's on the right team, I think he's probably much happier that I recorded that video. That's good to know. Yeah, that's a funny point. Thank you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Phoenix Contact, uh, the kind of way it's segmented into the markets and, and typically the market focuses and the market areas that it really is looking at uh, penetrating and, and looking for the future growth? Yeah, sure. So Phoenix Contact, a little bit about us. We're actually just this year celebrating our 100-year anniversary in business. Privately held organization based out of uh, Blomberg, Germany, kind of primarily focused in industrial controls, automation, some building automation. Those have been our traditional marketplaces. And, you know, that's kind of got us here this far. Of course, I'm specializing in connectivity, industrial control cabinet type products, as well as some industrial automation products. The markets that we focus on a lot of device OEM. So people building equipment that goes into industrial controls, material handling, building automation, HVAC, security, lighting, you know, all those, anything that takes some sort of like controller, right? We've been making connectivity for the IO for that for many, many years. On the industrial side of the business, a lot of industrial machinery, material handling equipment do have uh, some business in like the process world as well. 
oil and gas and those types of customers. So you know, really kind of rugged industrial type applications is our is our bread and butter. So I think a lot of people know that historically that is what they think of when they think of Phoenix Contact. Would you talk a little bit about maybe as you've moved into the, the last few years and really started to grow that e-mobility side, just to give us a quick overview there? Yeah, so that's a, that's a great question. You know, traditionally we would say we have three primary businesses, right? So our device connectivity, our industrial control and electronics and our automation business. But these days, while it's not maybe official, it's probably on the path of becoming that, we have a, a fourth business that is our e-mobility business, right? So we've been at this now, feels like a, a new business for us, but we've been at it for a better part of about 10 years, kind of designing and developing electric vehicle charging connectors and cables and inlets and things of that nature. So the company had the foresight to go and invest in developing those types of products, invest in those relationships into those types of customers to really kind of position the company for this trend that we're really starting to see emerge today, which is, you know, electric uh, vehicle charging. Of course, you know, it's not spread beyond just uh, vehicles as well. Now it's every type of vehicle you can imagine, whether it's a boat, uh, e-bike, motorcycles, even, you know, flew in yesterday. Uh, You see like the tugs at the airport, a lot of those types of vehicles as well. Everything is going towards an electric platform. So that e-mobility business that we have is really expanded very rapidly and is probably quickly becoming, well, is on its way to becoming a standalone business. Yeah, thanks for that, Russ. Appreciate it. I think it's interesting as well as as we delve more into this, that how many of your standard products pull into that space as well. So you have the the e-mobility specific products and the whole CharX branding. I know a lot of our listeners will be familiar familiar with that, but there's an awful lot of the standard connectivity and um, what the, the the industrial type products that pull through as well. So I think there's a lot of synergy there. Yeah, it's a perfect application for us because we you know make anything that connects, controls, protects electronic and electrical signals. So it's a perfect application for a Phoenix Contact portfolio. You mentioned earlier about uh, Phoenix Contacts celebrating 100 years. I mean, that's a that's a major milestone. I, I think I read a, something a little while back that like 75% of companies don't even get past 10 years, right? So now 100 years, really big deal. So <laughs> maybe give us a little bit of a view about how that celebration is. And, and also, you know, is anyone talking about what maybe the next 100 years looks like for Phoenix Contacts? Yeah, sure. So I know just about a month ago they had a uh, – big celebration over in Germany with about 12,000 uh, participants taking place in that. So they, they took over the town of Essen, Germany, which was the, the birthplace of the company for a few days to hold the celebration. I think what's a little bit unique about Phoenix Contact in this regard is if you if you look back to what the mission statement would have been 100 years ago, which was to really kind of develop technologically significant and leading products in the industries that we service. That's definitely still one of our core principles, you know, German engineered product, right? So we we definitely are known for going to market with high quality, good engineered products, right? That's kind of what we built our, our corporate brand on. Another one of the core principles of Phoenix Contact being privately held is we always wanted to control our own destiny. So we're a company that has uh, zero debt. Everything that we, all our growth is organic, self-funded, and really what has made it successful is taking a long-term, long, having, developing a long vision, right? And be able to invest in those trends for the long-term. We're not chasing quarterly profits, which I do think adds a little bit of stability. Um, most of the businesses that we enter 
and plan for are long-term investments by the company. If you look forward to the next 100 years, we've done a really good job of developing and starting to communicate this vision, what we call the all-electric society. And it's really an all-encompassing vision for our organization, right? So we're at this point in time today where the world is trying to move towards alternative sources of energy, right? We're trying to get away from the carbon-based energy sources. And this is a trend, obviously, that you see in all aspects of your life. Really, you can't get away from it at this point in time. And as we move towards these decarbonized energy sources, everything moves towards an electric platform. And that is really good for all companies in this electronics world, uh, Phoenix Contact just being one of those. And we see a lot of the mega trends around the e-mobility, which we already spoke about, around energy storage systems, uh, we have been pursuing both solar and like wind jet power generation for a long period of time now. You know, all those applications require some level of uh, control, cabling, interconnect, um, monitoring, all those types of applications exist within every single one of those fields. And it's really, it's a great story for Phoenix Contact because it touches across all of our different businesses. We're really well positioned to take full advantage of these trends that are developing. Yeah, I think it's a good point you make there as well. I think we're certainly going to see more changes probably in the next 10 years than maybe we've seen in the previous 100 years. So, you know, we, we talk about what does Phoenix look like in the next 100 years, but next 10 or 20 years is going to be dramatically different, I think. And I think you're right. I mean, looking at your products and what we've been doing when we work together, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. And the synergy across the three business units is is clear, which is perfect. Which yeah, is absolutely. Perfect. And if I could throw one more comment in there here in North America, a lot of these trends and uh, have been our European counterparts have been probably earlier adopters, a lot of these trends, right? The e-mobility and things of that nature. But they've kind of fully rooted themselves here in, in North America as well. And I would say, and it's a, it's a compliment to the TTI organization, that TTI has been an early adopter of that technology with Phoenix Contact. And I think clearly of all of our distribution partners, TTI is really kind of made a name for yourselves in, in partnering with us in those areas. No, I appreciate that, Russ. I think the, the synergy between the two companies is very strong. I mean, you talk about consistency, long-term view, you know, regular on-target, on-message approach. That really describes our company as well. Mm -hmm. And we've had a specific focus initially in the transportation group into this e-mobility, electric society, electric everything. I mean, that's really spreading out now into industrial for the home chargers and all sorts of things so i think you're right i mean we followed it with you as well great partnership for us both and i think a lot of opportunities and a lot of great solutions for our joint customers mm -hmm. if we come back a little bit just looking at the the business unit inside of phoenix contact that you're directly responsible for on the, the uh, dc side of things the connectivity side of things do you want to just explain maybe where that business unit is today and what the future may well look like on the connectivity side Sure. So device connectors, if we would just give it a generic name, we would call it our electronics business, right? So the, the business is officially called device connectors because that is what we do, connectors. So we have a vision. We're approaching what will be a global $1 billion uh, connector business. That's been a target of ours, and we're just about there at this point in time. So I think it's a unique point in time for Phoenix Contact because not that we've been a small niche player, but... You know, traditionally, Phoenix Contact, what we're known for, little green terminal blocks, like board level, you know, wire to board type connectivity. That is a huge market, you know, uh, multi-billion dollar market uh, product pop, product category across the world. Um, and we've certainly been a leader in that. Uh, we've got 
tens of thousands of different SKUs kind of servicing every configuration, you know, wire termination technology you could possibly imagine in printed circuit board terminal block business. What I've been really kind of proud of, and as a long-term Phoenix Contact employee, you know, over probably about 20 years with the company, you can see how we've gone from being a terminal block company to now there's a vision and we've really entered all these different other connectivity areas, right? So one of the big things that we're focused on, two, two kind of key areas, one would be power connectivity. So we're playing off the, again, those mega trends that we spoke about, energy storage systems and things like that. So a good example would be our uh, battery pole connectors, right? Big application. So, you know, product line that's just been released in the last couple of years pretty much exactly as as named battery pole connectors right so for these energy storage systems that's really good uh, there's a line of backplane connectors that go along with that as well so that's one that we've had really um, good success with early all right one example and then on the opposite end of the spectrum away from power i would say the uh, data connectivity all right so all those applications that i talked about in those fields and industries where we service one thing we've really been known for is ruggedized industrial connectivity. Um, so what we're trying to do is take that level of packaging and that kind of concept and apply it more toward data connectivity. So whether it's you know ruggedized RJ45, industrial data circular type connectors and an M8, M12 type uh, portfolio or package, you know those are connectors that we've traditionally maybe not been associated with. Um, but we really have a nice product lineup these days. You can throw in some other board-to-board connectivity some fine pitch connectors and 0.8 and 1.27 millimeters. So we're really, really starting to see some early successes with those newer product families as well as Phoenix Contact expands really the uh, the brand of what we're being known for. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point. Some of those products, some of them are very new for the market as far as the people are concerned for Phoenix Contact. But if I look at what you've released, a lot of it really does bring in that Phoenix ingenuity, that robustness, ruggedness, industrial sort of business focus, and really gives it a little bit of a different slant. And uh, I think we're we're getting a lot of interest out there on that. And I think that's a good growth area as we move forward. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I would use like single pair Ethernet as an example of a developing trend, right? So all the uh, specifications, the industry specifications are just kind of being written and there's multiple competing connector configurations out there for it. But Phoenix Contact is on the forefront of all those efforts and we're certainly leading in the design efforts and product development efforts as well. Yeah, I think single pair Ethernet is an interesting one. I think 2024 looks like it's going to be the year. I think and now the, the silicon's coming in place and we've got through all the supply chain challenges we've had in the last year, year and a half. I really do start thinking that, that single pair Ethernet is going to start taking off, which if you look at the product, I mean, yep. it's yep. it's perfect. Smaller, faster, can go longer distances, handle the, the data requirements that everyone's looking for. So um definitely i think a connector specification is going to have a long road in front of it and as you said probably really just getting itself off the ground at this point yeah agreed now obviously tti and phoenix contact have been together and uh, working together for a long time now um i think the relationship's great the synergy's really really good maybe just talk a little bit about uh, phoenix and tti and and what makes it such a great partnership and and how that will benefit our our joint customers so I kind of threw out a term here. It's a little, sounds a little hokey, but uh, we really pride ourselves at Phoenix Contact on being a relationship company, whether it's with our customers or with our distribution partners. So, you know, if I look back to where we were when I first, you know, became engaged with Phoenix Contact, you know, TTI is a big global distributor and 
you know, Phoenix contact. We weren't nothing, but we were a pretty small player in the overall grand scheme of things. Yet we've always felt like we've had a, a lot of mind share and a lot of cooperation and really great relationships with TTI. And that's enabled us to to have a lot of success and really kind of position us where we're going. Um, and I think that's kind of been the key. And it's a simple word, but just that word relationship, whether it's from a, you know, top level executive perspective, but equally or perhaps more importantly, out in the field, in the branches where, you know, the cooperation takes place day in and day out uh, with the branch planning and how we, you know, mutually work to find ways to satisfy the customer base and, you know, find new customers and bring new technologies in the market and co-promote and how do we do all those things together? And it's really been a really pleasant cooperative relationship, which is, you know, it seems like that should be the standard, but it's not always so. I think that's really been one of the things that's set us apart, you know, back in the day, and this is what sounds a little goofy perhaps, but we've had this line where, you know, we would come in and we'd say, Hey, we know we're not number one on your line card, but we want to be number one in your hearts. <laughs> and it gets a little laugh out of everybody, but I think that was a really short, sweet way of kind of summarizing how we viewed the relationship with TTI. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, and also from a customer perspective, I mean, I think they really see that cooperation in the field. Yeah. It helps us deliver a much better experience. No doubt about it. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Russ. And I certainly think our customers see that cooperation and activity in the field. I mean, when you're bringing new products to market, you need the team to be aligned. You need to be aware of the opportunities and then really take that information out to the customer base. And we've seen that development, I guess, over the last 10 years. We've really seen an acceleration of that cooperation in the, in the branches across all the different business units inside of Phoenix Contact, to be honest. So we like to say we, we develop fantastic products but we really rely on that relationship with TTI to help deliver that customer experience, right? Because there's so many things that you guys are experts in, the supply chain solutions and um, logistics that, you know, Phoenix Contact can do those things as well. But, you know, TTI is just really the best partner for us. Oftentimes, to help satisfy the customer requirements and really all kind of wraps up together between the product and the, the customer experience to a really attractive package for most of our customers yeah okay so just uh, thinking about the the balance of this year uh, obviously we've gone through 2022 which was challenging uh, 2023 the beginning has been interesting a little bit rocky but but more stable probably than most people thought it was going to be what are your views on maybe the rest of this year uh, and even into early 2024 yeah, we, we've certainly been through uh, some unique times here the last few years. And, you know, Phoenix Contact was definitely not immune to a lot of those challenges, supply chain challenges and capacity issues. And, you know, um, really, I think it's if you've been in this industry for a few decades, as, as I think both you and I have been, you see a lot of these cycles. But this was definitely a, a unique one, a unique period in time. So in 2023, you know, we're. We're kind of experiencing what I would say was not a unpredicted uh, scenario, right? So we knew that demand was kind of going to flatten. You'd see business softening a little bit. I like to think of the industry as just kind of catching its breath, taking a pause, say, holy cow, it's been a wild ride the last couple of years. So let's just get our arms around everything now that product availability is better and kind of we're back to what we'd say probably more stable standard business conditions. So we're kind of experiencing that same thing here in 2023. Um, we kind of expected it after several years of just phenomenal growth, right? Taking us to levels that we've never been before. So it's it's maybe a little bit of a welcome, uh, like pause on things as well. 
you know, looking into the future, we just think that all these mega trends around all things, you know, electric, you know, people talk about industry 4.0. That's definitely uh, one of the mega trends that's driving our business forward. The transition to all these alternative sources of energy, that's a big uh, growth area for us. You see, you know, the federal government investing uh, in infrastructure and the, the spending bills that have been passed certainly are all going to find their way into our space, right? So we really feel that the wind is at our back. We have just taken a little bit of a pause here in 2023, but we still are very optimistic uh, for 2024, 2025, and really positive viewpoint going forward. So, you know, we are continuing to invest in our organization, our capacities, um, definitely product development that never misses a beat, right? We just kind of continue to move forward because kind of all systems go. We just need to keep uh, keep on doing what we do. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good outlook, actually. I, I certainly feel the same way. There's so much product development. There's so much technology coming through. There's so much investment needed, particularly as we talk about electric and the infrastructure. So I feel the same way, actually. I think it's never a welcome pause. Uh, certainly, you, know, you talk to the bosses and we, we always want that to keep on going. But, but I think it's just a, a breath. I think that was a really good way of saying it. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So, Russ, as we, as we finish up here, just give me maybe any final thoughts that you'd like to leave our audience with uh, when it relates to Phoenix Contact, TTI, the market, or, or anything else we've talked about today. You know, for parting thoughts, I would just say if you're someone who's looking for kind of connectivity solutions, if you are a company that likes to develop uh, true relationships and partnerships, if you're looking for innovative solutions and you're looking for a full service package, of uh, supply chain solutions and logistics and, and everything else that kind of goes into it. I'd say there's probably no better combination uh, than a Phoenix Contact TTI that's out there today. Innovative partners, both organizations really willing to commit and do what it takes to deliver, you know, a customer-centric uh, approach, right? Both companies are taking that. So I think we, we're delivering value into the marketplace. I know both organizations love a challenge, so... Don't be afraid to challenge us, but, you know, it's, times are changing. I think both companies have uh, really matured and developed. Uh, the relationship is in a great place, and I think we offer a lot to the marketplace. So, yeah, Well said, Russ, and a great, a great way to wrap this up. So that was Russ Zilek. Russ, thanks very much for coming on today. Thanks, John. Actually, some very interesting uh, conversation that we've had. So hopefully the listeners found that as informative as, as I did. That was episode one of a joint podcast between Phoenix Contact and TTI, Contact Point. You can uh, certainly look forward to a lot more content coming your way. We are particularly going to be focusing in the future on data connectivity, uh, industrial networking, and energy monitoring solutions. Thank you for joining us today on Contact Point. Keep up with the latest episodes on tti.com slash podcasts.